1: Love Talk Radio. Sorry, no match found. Hello, Mara? Hi, I'm going to restart this. I'm sorry, we've had, my dear listeners, we have had such an interesting day. Uh, and I'm not real quick at getting this. hear me,
0: but I don't hear you.
1: Pink, I'm going to go ahead me and call now? back in
0: and see if we can't get this going.
1: Thank you. good morning good morning we could not get in this morning at the first call and so we decided to do it our program at 10 o'clock today is the perfect time and brian is on the air i'm going to bring him on in just a moment or he's on the phone but before i bring him in let me read in the valley on the mountain i beheld only god in hardship i saw him by my side In ease and well being, I beheld only God. Amid the sparks of the flames, I beheld only God. Rabia the Mystic. I'm going to now try to get Brian on, who couldn't hear me earlier. Good morning, Brian. Can you hear me now? I
0: hear you loud and clearly.
1: Perfect. Good morning, Marja. Good morning. (laughs) Thank you. Can you, uh, Brian, can you lead us in your uh, opening uh, prayer, please? Of course.
0: We are here only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent him who sent us. We do not have to worry about what to say, or what to do because he will direct us we are content be wherever he wishes knowing he goes there with us we will be healed as we let him teach us good morning listeners Good morning marja
1: good morning good morning this has been such an interesting morning for brian and i because when we accepting that everything is the way it's supposed to be it was tough to remember to be still my heart uh, or my soul because um, when i would call in i got a busy signal and we could not get in at nine o'clock, and uh, Brian, when he called in, was told initial, initially busy signal, and then, what were you told, Brian?
0: That the phone number and this the all changed.
1: So that did No longer cause, in service. <laughs> yes. And that did cause us a little bit of concern. We didn't quite know what to do, so we talked for a while, and then Brian suggested, well, why don't we try 10 o'clock? And I said, well, let me see if they're on board, and sure enough, The um, operator was answering at that time and saying, blog talk radio as she normally does in her lovely British accent. And so with that said, here we are at 10 o'clock. The glory of a program such as ours is that people can archive in and listen anytime they want. So I am uh, pleased that uh, we have been able to come together today. So, Brian, tell me a bit about your week. It sounds like it's been a good one.
0: Uh, Yes, it's been a fantastic one. Um, For the week, uh, well, let's see, I started playing uh, hockey on Monday nights now, and I'm having a lot of fun doing that. It's been a few years since i played hockey, and so getting back into groove on that end. And then I also went on my business trip out to Flagstaff, Arizona, and the weather was glorious, actually for us. Down here last weekend, it was probably 96 degrees, 97 degrees, somewhere in there. And now today, it's probably about 70 degrees. So it's a much uh, different change. And all last week, during the week, starting on about Wednesday, it started to cool down from the hot mm-hmm. weekend. And so I was out in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is a town that's about 7,500 feet. So it's nice and cool up there. And it was just a glorious time, and I had a wonderful uh, the sales were good and just had a wonderful time, and when I came back, which was on Friday night, I started my, week off, my weekend off beautifully by driving straight to a wonderful um, spiritual community where they do a labyrinth walk on Friday night, or not Friday nights, they do a labyrinth walk every new moon, and the new moon happened to be on Friday night, so we went there and did a meditation walk and had a wonderful walk and then wonderful conversation, and then yesterday I actually went to a memorial service for a woman that I never actually did physically meet. But her effect on all of friends that I have met recently was such a wonderful one. that I went to the memorial and I was led to by the Holy Spirit to get up and say some wonderful words. Something to the effect of although I never did meet her personally, I've met her through all of you. And that's the effect that we can have on one another when we touch each other's hearts and our spirit does live on in our lives. And that was a wonderful, I got a lot of accolades on how wonderful it was that I came up and said that because a lot of other people felt the same way. And then, of course, I did my radio show and then had a wonderful uh, meetup group last night as well, a new group of people that, and we had a wonderful conversation uh, for about two and a half hours. and. Uh, wonderful food and so it's been a wonderful week
1: great that's good that's good that sounds wonderful it really sounds wonderful i know i have um i've been working too much and i worked too much this past week and uh, i find that when i really gear into the lawyer mode i i tend to to move away from the Mara Marja mode and, um, not that I ever disconnect from God because that passage that we read at the beginning, I have sitting on my desk, I have a little glass, um, card holder and I actually put, uh, my, um, have that passage looking at me in front of my business cards. No one ever notices it's there, but I do. And so it's facing me when I'm involved. And people do come to me at difficult points in their life. And so I try to remember, uh, you know, my connection with everything and all that is. And that even in this moment of despair for that person, there is, uh, you know, God is there and and we need to look for a way to heal as opposed to uh not um, i putting that aside i um nevertheless, you know, I know that I breathe, but I don't think I breathe as regularly as or as often i i I'm not suggesting that I give up my peace, but I am suggesting that my peace is. Um, kind of on the back burner. It's not given up, it's just simmering. Uh, It's simmering, but it's not the same as I feel on Friday mornings and I feel on Sunday mornings and I feel other days. And so this has been a week for me of of making a decision finally uh, that, you know what, I I like the peace I feel uh, from carrying God around with me all the time. And uh, so I'm, that, uh, it's been a good week of revelation. It's, it's been a week of uh, learning to uh, love people in their highest and in their lowest moments, which is a challenge for all of us. I've had several challenges in that this last uh, year, and so uh, it, it was a good week for me. I feel a, a good growth week, not necessarily much changing, too much work too much work and um, kind of did a reverse thing. Uh, I will share this. I, I'm a little bit proud of this. I work for a friend. And I have, like, my private work, and then I work for the county as a full-time job, and part of the agreement was, because county governments can't pay a lot of money, so part of the agreement is in order to supplement the county money, you know, I can be a lawyer um, as long as it doesn't conflict with my job. And I do some work for a friend, and I give him a dramatic discount. But um, this week he felt concerned because he knew that they had used me a lot this month, and it was going to be a big bill. And I feel proud of myself because I developed a system. Uh, number one, I, I when I as I'm preparing his bill, I remind him that he's already getting a substantial reduction on the hourly rate over everybody else. But then I developed a system where I think I have enough. At what point do I have enough? And so I made a decision that I had enough at like 25 hours. And so at 25 hours, I then switched the time down to a really low, much lower rate, the rate that, um, you know, and so I felt good about that. I felt that I was giving back to my um, client my friend while at the same time being true to myself because my friends we don't have to do what we do for free and and i think that's an interesting idea but i think so much i hear people making judgments brian about people who uh are paid money to exercise their heightened sixth sense i don't i don't care that they do that um you know, I think that they have to be true to themselves and realistic and there's, and that there is a place where there's enough. But when all is said and done, um, we all need to take care of ourselves. We all do need to uh, recognize that we are uh, human beings with limited life uh, expectancies and that we need to make enough money to be able to c- care for ourselves forever. And that was such a growth point for me because in the past i would have said okay what is enough and then after i reached the enough point i would start not charging at all but the thing is in not charging at all i'm doing it i'm not respecting myself and people don't respect what they don't pay for does any of this make sense am i just kind of wandering here what do you think? You,
0: you, you um definitely talking about some revelations that I've gone through recently in my, my own journey as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you are valuable, my friends. That's really kind of the topic today, that each one of us has a unique spot in the world. And as, if we fill that spot to the extent we can with love for ourselves and love for others, it really does have a profound effect on the world. It's just one person at a time. It's kind of a catap you know, a domino effect. The title we originally had for our nine o'clock show was "Without You, the World Would Not Be the Same." I changed it to say the real truth of it. I was moved to change the words "the same" to "enough" when I rescheduled the show for ten o'clock, which was no small feat because I am not Miss. Uh, high tech it took me the whole time between when Brian and I stopped talking and thirty seconds before the show started to to get it all organized so we could have a new show. Brian, you said that yet last night uh, you said to me this morning that yesterday afternoon, not last night, but yesterday afternoon that uh, you spent a substantial portion of your show talking about exactly this topic that we're going to talk about today. And since I know that you customarily leave yourself fresh until the morning of the show to see what the topic is, how did you feel when you saw that we were going to be talking about the same thing?
0: Uh, wonderful. Uh, it's a glorious time, a chance for me to, I guess, um recap kind of what I was talking about last night with some really fine points about what I learned. You know, for instance, I'll talk about a subject, and then even like we talked earlier this morning, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: although a lot of what I said was very appropriate, after the fact, in the the interim between uh, ending ending the phone call with you and calling in here, I was contemplating a little bit about what we talked about, and a wonderful point came to mind that I wanted to share with you And it would be okay to share this with you on the air into the fact that what we discussed helped me. What I was able to do do with you helped me. So this scenario that we talked about is helping everyone involved, including me. So I thank you for bringing it to me to be discussed so that I could recognize the beauty in all of it. And so I was helped out just the same as everyone else was helped out. And that's something that we... Do. That's something that are, I guess you can call it lessons, if you will, to where when we present ourselves to our friends and families and open ourselves up and just, if you will, kind of vent at times when we're feeling so frustrated or worried or whatever it is that we might be experiencing, when we open up, it allows everyone to be more honest with one another and more clear, and then we can all get into our place of clarity and our place of wisdom, because wisdom is within us. And one thing that I've really noticed recently is everything is flowing. You know, we talk about going with the flow of life. Well, I realize that knowledge and wisdom are all flowing. Like, I can't know what to say before the Mm -hmm. moment comes. And then if I'm in tune with my higher self, if you will, in that moment, then what's going to come for me is going to be appropriate in that moment. And so it really does talk about being in the now and it really has helped me solidify with inside myself the truth of that statement, living in the now, is literally going to the now, curious about what the now is going to bring and what needs to be said in that moment as it needs to be said and being like an open container. And I talked about this on one of my previous shows. It's like being an open vessel at all points in time that you can constantly be filled with a wonderful gift and when you're filled with this gift you feel all throughout your body the sensations of it and then by passing that gift on to the other person that it's meant for it's like you become empty and as it's passing out of you you get that wonderful sensation once again and then the very next moment you fail again and pass it on and fail and pass on and it's just never ending flow of ecstasy if you will and so to use that word might give the wrong connotation, but it really is a wonderful sensation that we can all experience all the time. And it's something that we experience when we're allowing ourselves to go with that flow and be ourselves. You know, I talked about on the show yesterday how nature, the reason it's so peaceful and so serene, is because it's not a tree is not trying to be a bird. A tree is not trying to be anything but what it is. And it's all it knows how to do. And so it's effortlessly doing what it is. And when we allow ourselves, and it's just simply allowing ourselves to be who we are and not who we want people to think we are or to be who, we, who people think we should be, but rather to, to go within, discover ourselves, and be that without apology, not, not with arrogance, but without apology, then we are contributing to the world in the way we were meant to contribute. Yes. And by, do, by being that example to everyone else, it acts like a beacon to them, an unspoken beacon that they recognize within inside themselves that I can be just as clearly as this person. And in fact, that's what I'm meant to be. And then mm-hmm. unconsciously, they start to make a shift that just kind of comes about by them recognizing it in you. So it's a gift that not only do you give to yourself, much like, when the gift comes to you and then you pass it on, it's reverberated out and expanded out into the ethers, if you will.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's truly, when you live in the now, when you accept, I like the saying that when you open the present of now, the present from God, from love, whatever word or name you use to define uh, the be all and end all. When you come to that place and you live in the now, you come to a place where you can bless every person and condition, and and you can accept them and give thanks. And that's what you help me re- recognize today, and I am appreciative of that. Is you know, uh seeing more in people than they are showing you, recognizing who they really are, and then standing up to the challenge of reminding them who they are. When uh in good terms. Because part of uh you know, I, I had a discussion recently with someone who was um who was chastising himself for not telling her his mother she was not a good mother. And my friends Let me ask you, standing here in the now as an adult, how does it serve you or your mother to tell her that she did not do a good job, that she wasn't um, June Cleaver, that she failed you somehow? Does that really enhance your moment? Um, are you accepting your your mother as being the person that she needed to be in order for you to be who you are? I believe that God is everything, but God is either everything or nothing. If God is everything, then it's no accident or fate or mistake that each one of us ended up in the family that we ended up in. And as a part of that family, we had experiences that led us to make the choices that we make in life that are inherent in who we are as people. Everything we have lived to now is why we are who we are now. And I think that we spend a lot of time judging people and less time accepting them. And for the life experiences we've had, saying, but for these life experiences, I would not be now myself. Personalizing it for myself, but for um, having survived incest, but for my mother being a very young mother and having all of the things go on in her life, the very young mothers have go on in their life, I would not be who I am. I needed all of the parts of my life to bring me to the places where I made choices about how I wanted to go forward and who I am. And did I want to cling to the pains of the past or did I want to instead embrace the joy of now? I pulled a conversation with God. Actually, I pulled three Conversation with God cards. I love those cards. As Brian was talking, and they so echoed what Brian was saying. And the one that just stands out perhaps most remarkably is bless every person and condition and give thanks. That not only echoes what Brian said a few minutes ago, but also what we were talking about before the show, Brian. And so I I want to thank you because that was what you said was such a reminder of that. But also, you can be as sure as heaven. And what does that mean, be sure as heaven? That means that, my friends, when we're done here, there's only one place to go. When our soul leaves our body, it is heading off to heaven. No matter what we have done, we are enough now. And without you and all that you have done and all that you've experienced, there would be a different dimension, a different dynamic, a different energy in the world today. And the third card is just consistent with what I believe is the source of people feeling inadequate, people being driven by fear, people... um, acting crazy and doing things that are harmful to themselves and others. And that arises out of of a belief that there is not enough. And the third card I pulled was, there is enough. There's enough. So to me, those cards speak to me as though I've sat down and had just a human conversation with God, not one arising from a meditative experience where I join with him, but one where God speaks to me in my separateness from him, and reminds me that I'm enough, and that, in this, that it doesn't matter about past moments, it matters only about this moment. Now, Brian, I am brimming with questions for you and i don't know if we should go to a meditative period now but i really want to know um how brian has been i told all of you i think a couple of weeks ago that brian um at first was gone and then maybe it was last sunday that he is um that he had he has done an oracle show um i use the oracle because so many of us are familiar with the Oracle of Delphi or Delphi, where people would go. I don't know how you say it. That's why I'm saying it. And if it's a different way, say it that way. It's okay with me. Um, I'm not trying to be right there. That people would go to the Oracle, and the Oracle would uh, give Tell people what's in their life, what's going on for them. And it's a very big word, but it's also a very old word. It carries with it a lot of responsibility. If you'll all recall from the Old Testament that Isaiah went to the Oracle at Delphi, I believe it was Isaiah. I shouldn't talk in, in terms without studying. The Old Testament is just that it's the Old Testament. The New Testament is just that, the New Testament. They both um, come together to remind us that we are loved by God and that we are loving beings. So I don't want to spend a lot of time researching for the program because if I do that, then I imply that's what you need to do. You don't need to do anything. You don't ever need to read a book. You don't have to be well-versed in the Bible. Uh, But I believe it is Isaiah went to the Oracle of Delphi. So, tell me, Brian, before we do a meditation, how is that going?
0: Well, it's definitely a time of learning for me, and the word that you used earlier was responsibility. Yes, and I realize that the responsibility from whenever you decide to finally with inside yourself to be who you truly are and not who you want people to think you are or who people think you should be. When you do this, the responsibility comes in the manner of what we can call trust. Because like I was speaking about earlier, it's about being in the now, trusting that everything that you need in that moment will come to you without hesitation and when it is exactly appropriate. So when I'm deciding to do that, It's just simply opening myself up and being that empty vessel to receive the messages and then pass them right along without hesitation and without discrimination as to what is coming. And when I get into that place, for me, the way I could describe it is it's coming in feelings. But the feelings describe exactly what it is that I should say. But not to the T, to where I don't have my own creative words that I use, but it's giving me an idea or a concept that I am to convey. And then I use words that I know how, based on my experiences, if you will, to convey the meaning coming to me through the feelings. But also, within all that, it's not just up to my discretion at all times, if you will. Because a lot of times I'll be told to say something that I've never thought of before. And it will come as an image, if you will, an image that I feel. And so then I just describe the image that I'm having, and then that in itself gives the message as well. So it's a combination of many different things. And at the base level, for me, it's really just about opening myself up and trusting that everything that needs to be said will come through. And even if my logical mind says, well, that didn't make a lot of sense, or I could have said that better myself just by thinking for myself rather than opening myself up to hearing these things, which happens at times, that's the time for me to just say, no, I trust that everything was well and everything was meant to be and it served a purpose on some level. And I can't go about analyzing how it helped and who it helped because then I will distract myself from the gift of just passing it on without discrimination and without trying to figure out if it really did any good. And so it really does raise your level of trust, which is all that really is needed. And when you're doing this, this is what a lot of metaphysical people talk about co creation is that God is co-creating with you, through you. It's not that you're putting your own two cents in and saying, okay, God, I got this now, and okay, now you, you talk, and okay, now I talk. It's letting God talk the whole time, but it's happening through you, and you are fully involved in the process, and you cannot be separate from the process. And as I spoke of earlier, if there are many times when, or at least this is my experience now, There are many times when the feeling comes to me and it's for me to put into words, but I can convey the meaning behind it adequately with the words that I know how to use. And so it is a process of getting to know yourself, really, and also opening yourself up to learning. There are many times when I'll pass a message on to someone, like I told you early on on the show, if I learned something from our talk earlier today, so it's not that I'm just helping everyone else going, oh, I'm this great person who knows it all and you need to come to me because I'm a guru. But rather, in this stance that we do, because we're both fully involved, we all learn. And so it's a glorious thing for me to experience and I enjoy it every time.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. You know, I, I so appreciate your description because uh, so many times I've tried to explain to people that I I am feeling things, and I and I and even earlier when we were talking, I, I commented although we weren't talking about this, uh, when I commented to you that when I'm, I'm not judging a person's feelings when they they deliver things that do not bring people up to their highest self, but I am judging their interpretation. And, and the words that they are choosing to use, and I know that when I am in the process of reading for someone, or i don 't know what word i 'd use for, but when I am in the process of helping someone with where they are in life and where they are headed i I look for my grandest thoughts, my grandest words my uh, and I try to translate that way. I know that i have very i have huge difficulty with numbers, although lately. I've been getting more and more precise with numbers and I understand for my guys that I need to be more precise with numbers because numbers are something that means something to people to human beings and um and the it was it was easy for me not to trust my ability with numbers and, and you'll notice so many people who who are whatever word you want to call them medium seers um oracles, uh, these people, channels, We uh, during that time, many of us will say, I'm not good with numbers. And I know now that I'm not supposed to be saying that anymore. I'm supposed to instead be endeavoring to understand the number and more precise in my speaking about numbers. And I appreciate what you're saying because it was an affirmation for me of, of how i how things happen for me, when I see visions, I see them in terms of water always i i that's not to say I may not dream something because on occasion I do dream things, but for the most part when I'm in active connection um, with my mind connected with the be all and end all the all that is i um I, I will see visions in terms of water. So I am rushed with feelings, and then periodically, not every time, I will see a water image. And so uh, it may be, uh, in terms of future, it may be a very peaceful river flowing very calmly, or it may be rapids. It, and generally when I see rapids, I know that that's a challenge to the person that I'm in to remember to stay at peace amidst the chaos around them. And I literally, my guides took me through about seven years of learning, of going to various bodies of water and just staring at them. The whole time I was getting feelings about what I was to be looking for. And in that process I came to see uh the story of the wave and I, I think all of you know the story of the wave that the wave is part of the ocean and as and, and in its entirety the ocean, if you look at it, has a very glassy crystal calm look to it when it's just out and you're in its steps. But as the wave comes in to shore and, and it breaks up into individual pieces, and, and it comes crashing at times onto the shore, and that's, visually, that's God in us. We're the waves. And I I came to see in the waves that there is a calm spot, always. And so I, I saw that in waves for, uh, at the ocean, I'm on the West Coast, it was in the Pacific, I've seen it. And the Gulf of Mexico, I've seen it in the Atlantic Ocean. But then I was taken to a much smaller place, to the Pecos River, which we call Pecos. And interesting in Mexico, they call it Pecos. And as I sat there, hour on in in this rather turgid water, seeing at the place I was, seeing lots and lots of activity, and after... A while as I'm meditating, I'm drawn to just that quiet spot, even in this turgid water, and I could see that over here on the right there's a place of calmness. And over here on the right there's a place of calmness. And I came to know that I had that training, that experience, so that when I visually see that, I can tell someone that there is a time coming to them when they will need to be patient but if they just pull themselves away from the chaos and they just stay calm and at peace they will move forward through the chaos peacefully and all will be well so i appreciate what you said brian because it so echoes what i live and and i value the contribution of the word trust because i agree that is what it's about is trust And, you know, folks, we have 23 minutes left. I'm going to switch to Brian here to let him comment if he wants on what I said. Um, But I want you to know our phone number is 646-595-3584. You're welcome to call in if you have a question for Brian or I. Uh, I think that we are both open enough that we would uh, be willing to... um, see for you today, if that's what you would like. Uh, Brian, you're on, and I'm going to suggest while we're waiting to see if we get a caller that after uh, you finish responding, we go into a meditation, and then if we do get a caller, that we don't bring that caller in until that meditation period's over.
0: Well, I think it's a wonderful time to go into meditation now with the idea and concept of trust carry this with us as we go into this meditation so let's go ahead and close our eyes and get comfortable in whatever position we feel is most comfortable for the purpose of relaxation and comfortability when you are comfortable and relaxed You can flow through life. If we use the analogy that Mara shared with us so beautifully, water is very fluent and flows down the river. It goes where it is led to go. When it comes across a ledge, it falls off the side of the ledge, knowing and trusting that it will land into itself, if you will, into more water, and continue its journey down the river. And when it comes across a barrier, whether it be a fallen limb from a tree or a rock, it simply goes around it and continues on its journey and it's only when we are tense and stressed and rigid that we come across the barriers in our lives like a wall hitting a wall and the walls are always going to be there if you will but you're not going to see them as walls When you are flowing and trusting and allowing yourself to be led where it is easiest. Because life can be very comfortable, and I literally mean this. Life can be very comfortable and it can be effortless if you simply allow it to be. Because that is what life is meant to be. Again, I come back to the analogy I spoke of earlier about nature and even this analogy that I share about the river. If you go and see a river or a waterfall or just water flowing in its natural state anywhere, you will see how effortlessly it goes about doing what it does, not thinking twice about it. And again, as Mario has shared with us, there are times when water is sitting in a little pool, relaxing, and being at peace, being comfortable with where it sits in the moment. And then there's times when it's rushing down off the side of a ledge. But again, I bring into the, into your mind, this image of the water trusts that as it flows off the edge, it lands upon itself. So if we now take that image and replace the water with God it's just simply God flowing off the side of the, the ledge falling upon itself God you are always cared for you will always land in the arms of love it's just a simple trust factor again I love this analogy of the water and the river it is like when we are rigid and fighting against. We are holding on for dear life to not move another inch while life is rushing at us, pulling us, or pushing us, if you will, as the water is trying to rush down the river. But because we are straining and holding on and trying to fight against it by staying exactly where we're at, we feel like life is beating on us as the water is hitting us in the face and falling around us, continuing on its journey, but we're only feeling all the hit from it, and the abuse, if you will, because we have become stagnant and tried to stay in one spot. And when we finally let go and trust that life will take us exactly where we need to go, and not only where we need to go, but where we truly want to go, Because life has our best intention in mind. And it knows what those are. And when we can open ourselves up and flow with life in each moment, then we are going with the flow. And we start to see things in our lives come into alignment with that fact with the fact that our best is in mind. And life becomes effortless and joyous and fun. I've had some recent conversations with friends and they've made some offhanded remarks about wanting to do something simply as just having their day be filled with walking their, a dog because they were at the park one day and noticed that people walking their dogs are happy. You see, it's not the activity that we all really care about as much as it is just being at peace and being happy with life. And that's just by simply going with the flow of life, realizing that we are always cared for. And those walls or rocks, if you will, that come in our path, we will easily flow around them and not bump our head up against them because we will be led around them to the beauty beyond them. And we never have to make contact with that wall. We can see it, but we never have to bump up against it because we're being forewarned, if you will, and we're being shown where to go next if we just simply desire it and wish for it to be our experience. So now as you sit with this, bringing your attention to your breath, you've noticed or you will notice that this whole time you have been breathing effortlessly. You didn't have to force it. You didn't have to hope and pray that your next next breath will come and that you will survive. You just simply allowed it to take place. In a way, you knew through all your past experiences, that your nef- next breath will come. And it has. And so as we get better and better at this trusting. By desiring it. And then experiencing it. We start to see that it just comes naturally. And we don't have to even think about it. Just like our breath. We just breathe throughout the day. And our day goes on. Full of breath. We can Our days can go on full of peace and joy and all of our needs being met when we simply trust and not try to tell the world or life or God, if you will, how it's supposed to manifest itself and how it's supposed to look, but rather just trust that it's all going to work out better than we can ever imagine. So now I want you to abide With these things With these thoughts With these feelings As we focus on our breath And feel Our bodies Full of relaxation Full of peace Being comfortable And content Right where we are in this moment. Knowing that this moment contains all of life. There is nothing missing in this moment now. And the more we can remember this, the more that we desire to remember this, And trust that it is true, which trust becomes easily built and recognizable as we experience. So when we can bring our attention back to our breath, realizing that the essentials of life, which is breath, you must breathe to survive, is taken care of. And all we have to do is connect with that whenever we can remember to. And that will bring us back to the basics of life, the essentials of life. And when we come back to ground zero, if you will, we are coming back to the easiest point in life. And this can be called centering ourselves. Coming back to our right mind. Coming back to our peace. And then from there, we can start heading in the right direction. You can think of it as if you came into in a situation in your life where there was a fork in the road and you started walking down the wrong path. Well, the moment you decide to come back to the why again so that you can go down the other way is when you decide to concentrate on your breath. You're brought right back to square one, and then from that place of peace, clarity can come to you, and you can see that, oh, this other path is the path you actually want to walk down, and you can start walking down that path, and it's as simple as that. It's a simple choice that you can always come back to when life seems to get crazy, hectic, stressful out of place in some way. By coming back to your breath, you can align yourself once again and start on your journey going in the right direction. When I say going in the right direction, I just simply mean the peaceful one, the effortless blessed one, one that brings fun Enjoy and, and comfort,
1: thank you, Brian. That was so beautiful that that really was beautiful. I'm going to um, we've got just about ten minutes left and and I think that The meditation um, was lovely. It it brings us all to a place, and as I was of of peace, peace, and recognizing that that peace is a choice. It truly is a choice, and it comes with breathing. Prana, air, is so crucial, my friends to opening yourself up to feeling God around you. And so many times when you come upon someone who's just frantic, and we all are periodically frantic, you can usually tell that person is not breathing at all. Just... They're shallow breathing, anxiety-type breathing. They're they're not taking long, peaceful breaths designed to remind them that they don't have to do this alone or designed to remind me that I don't have to do this alone. And in those moments, I have physical signals that tell me when I'm starting to lose my peace. We all do. And, and we can use the process of breathing and relaxing, to recognize what peace feels like as a human being and then to recognize the signals of when it's leaving. And as you feel peace leaving, for me what works, and I've said this so many times I don't want to sound redundant, is I recognize I don't want to lose my peace. I may let it simmer on the back burner a little, but I'm not. I don't want to lose it. I don't want to get out there in that chaotic, turgid water and be buffeted about from experience to experience alone without God. Because my peace is definitely rooted in God. And so, what I say is, "What Lord? What lesson is there in this for me?" And immediately uh, I am led to a person such as Brian was for me this morning or I've led to a conversation with God guard or something that just helps me center myself as Brian so aptly described and and embrace peace again and go back to that nature that is our nature of being one with God united and I want to share something with you because although we have no one calling in I have a sense out that there's at least one person who needs this story that I'm about to share, and I, I feel that person uh, because I feel like a soreness on the right side of my throat, just above my just just above my voice box, my throat chakra. I feel a gripping there. And usually for me that's a signal that a person has something they want to say that they're holding back or they said something they wish they hadn't. I also sense for the person or persons that I'm feeling that they're in a sense of great agitation right now as they're trying to decide what to do next. And I, I feel an upset stomach and, and, and the sense of malaise at the top of the um, solar plexus chakra, your healing zone. So this person is really at a healing point. And one time when I was planning to go to um, China, still will go sometime, to Tibet, actually to Tibet, I was talking with someone about that trip, and oh my gosh, this person's symptoms feelings that i feel they're spiritual where they're holding this pain and disconcertion is actually increased because i said it (laughs) said out loud that i feel it so hear what i'm saying to you it's not just in the story it's in the final words i was talking to someone who had been to tibet because i was searching through all of these various agencies i've now come to know they're all acceptable so that i could go to china and then to tibet and um and I said, "Well, I'm not really concerned about my safety." because she said something. And she turned and looked at me and looked at me, and I recognized her heightened six senses as she, said, she paused. She took a deep breath, and I'm sending this message out to all of you now, and said, "Of course not. You're safe." And then, to be sure that I understood and recognized the magnitude of that, she said, of course, you're safe. And now I find that I often don't get to the question of what lesson is there in this for me, because I don't lose my peace in minutes for very long because I say to myself, of course, I'm safe. And I send that to every listener who needs to hear it. You're safe. And before you speak, Brian, let me just play this because I love it so much because to me it goes so well with "You're safe. I'm only going to play it for just a few seconds here, but... <laughs> this is I the you're gonna play
0: that on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello light. <laughs> you're safe, my friends.
0: We always are.
1: Yes we are.
0: That's where the trust comes in. The trust yes. is that. Exactly. My switch desire to want to see it.
1: Trust it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My switchboard today keeps resetting itself. There we go. So I have to turn it off. When I turn it off, I really turn it on in order to turn it off again. So I apologize, but yes, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> safe, Marja. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Yes, I am. Oh, we all are. We've got two minutes left, Brian. I'm going to put on some quiet. Uh, let's put on... Um, I, I like this music. It's got a little umph to it, but not too much to be distracting. It's called uh, Yerse Dorhe, Next Step, and that's where we're headed, folks, to the next step. Uh, Brian is going to be with us again next Sunday. Bob is um, out of town. And uh, we haven't decided on a topic yet, but we know that God will move us to one. Brian, uh, if you would like to uh, say your closing thoughts, and you have a bit of time here, so take your time.
0: I think our themes of today's show were very poignant, and I'm very grateful and thankful that Marcia was able to stay for An extra hour I guess you could say Because we didn't start the show until 10 Because I definitely felt when I heard about this subject That it was very poignant to be talking about And of course, like every show It turned out fabulous And the point that I want to just reiterate As we come to a close Is that life is meant to be effortless And when I say this I reiterate once again That you will not be sitting on the sidelines and life will just happen around you, but rather you will be fully involved in the process of life, enjoying every moment, every step of the way. So when you trust into life and into the moment and flow with it, your life becomes fuller than before and your life becomes fulfilled in each and every moment. And it's just like Marja talked about earlier. It's simply a choice. And it's a choice that you must make. It will not be forced upon you by anyone because you have free will to choose what it is you want to experience, the good or the bad of it, if you will. So to consciously choose the good or your peace is all you need to do and then let it happen to you it's not for you to force upon but rather just simply allow it and it's it's all a choice so whenever you're not feeling comfortable and relaxed and peaceful choose again
1: choose again you are enough my friends namaste may love and you thank you my friend namaste. very much thank you
0: thank you Marja and thank you listeners it's always a pleasure always and Until next week